block sports, big 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 block sports. Big block sports. We're here with part B, episode four. We got our week four picks. Uh, we got the spread. I got the spread up. I don't have the money line up, but I do have the spread up. We're going to go through week four. Let's select these games. Let's make some predictions. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get right into it. Let's not waste any time. Some of these games are like, Ugh, we just going to, I wish I didn't have to pick them, but you know, the, it is what it is. So let's start with the first ugh, game of the week, <laughs> which is Thursday night. Jacksonville Jaguars, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals coming in seven and a half point favorite. I got to take the Bengals. I think the Bengals are too much for the Jaguars. I think the Trevor Lawrence experiment has hit some rough water. I think the Bengals have shown that um, Chase can catch. Uh, Burrow likes his boy at wide receiver. Um, so I'm taking the Bengals Thursday night. Easy win for Cincinnati. Let's get into the next game. Washington football team at Atlanta Falcons. Washington coming in at a one and a half point favorite. I know Atlanta squeezed out a victory last week versus, um, who did Atlanta play last week? The Giants? Uh, so Atlanta squeaked by. I do think, however, uh, the Washington, Washington, the Washington football team is a better team than the Atlanta Falcons. I think the football team has more defensively than Atlanta. I think offensively, Heineke is showing that the offense can still be productive with him at the helm. McLaurin is still a great wide receiver threat. Tight end, Logan Paul. Not Logan Paul. That's the boxer guy, right? They're tight end. I can't think of it. It is Logan Paul. Um, former quarterback, right? I think he um, he's a great tight end. Robinson at running back had a huge 75-yard catch last week. Thanks to my fantasy team. Thanks to him for that. But I'm taking the Washington football team against the Atlanta Falcons. Easy pick. Now, let's get into our first matchup of matchups here. We got big NFC game. And it's not really a big NFC game. <laughs> uh, Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. Um, I think this is a big game for both teams, however. Um, and I'm going to go with the Lions. I, I see Chicago is coming in as a three-point favorite. I'm picking the Lions because, again, I really hope the Bears lose. I hope that gets Nagy fired. I hope that frees Justin Fields from this quarterback um, misery that he is stuck in with Mac Nagy, Bill Lazor. As the offensive minds on that team, I'm just, uh, you know, we talked about it. Like I said, uh, yesterday I was on the Goats and Rings podcast with Walt um, and Drive, you know, Mr. Nodat Sports. And he mentioned specifically he hates to see a young rookie quarterback 
their potential, their their bright-eyedness, right? Their bushy tail that's in the game just kind of get shriveled up and 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 just the football joy squeezed out of them because of being on a poor team. And we've seen that so many times in this league. Um so I'm taking the Lions even though they're they're the they're a three-point underdog. I'm taking the Lions. I think they finally get the dub versus the Bears. The Bears continue to down, go downhill. Um, and hopefully Nagy is out of the building. The game is in Chicago, so hopefully he leaves at halftime and he just goes home and he never comes back. Um, next game, Tennessee Titans versus the New York Jets. Titans coming in as a seven and a half point favorite. Jets continue to go O and whatever it is, they'll be O and four now versus the Titans. I have the Titans winning big in this one. Again, the Jets still trying to figure it out offensively. Uh, the Jets still trying to figure it out defensively. On uh, the Titans, found some rhythm the last two games. Derrick Henry ran a couple people over the last two games. Uh, so I like him to continue to do that versus the Jets. Next game is the Cleveland Browns at the Minnesota Vikings. Again, the Minnesota Vikings off of a upset victory versus the Seahawks, I guess you can say. Um, but Cleveland's coming into this game as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to continue to take the Cleveland Browns along with the line. Again, I think um, Minnesota showed something last week that when the opportunity presents itself, they can um, make plays. I think the Seattle offense showed a lot of boom or bust qualities. And um, unfortunately, last week they busted. And um, But I don't see that from the Browns. I think the Browns have a very steady offensive game plan, uh, a lot of runs, a lot of safe passes. And, um, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, they will take a couple of shots. But it is not really their game to spread the ball all over the field. They really rely on their two great running backs um, and safe passes from Baker Mayfield, which he can make in rhythm. So I'm going to take the Browns versus the Minnesota Vikings. We have the Indianapolis Colts against the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are coming in as a one and a half point favorite. I picked the Colts as my most dangerous 0-2 team. They are now 0-3. This game is where the Colts begin that climb back up into contention. Um, so I got the Colts beating the Dolphins. Again, I think without Tua, and even with Tua, there was somewhat of an air of what are we doing here? Now without Tua, Jacoby Brissett comes in, and he was exceptionally effective against the Raiders last week. Um, he brought them back, scored to get the game into overtime, even the two-point conversion. But I still like what the Colts have offensively. I like what the Colts have defensively. I think Miami is still trying to figure out their identity, whereas the Colts have one. Excuse me there. But I am taking the Indianapolis Colts at the Miami Dolphins, and they start their march to contention and make me right, hopefully prove me right as picking them as the most dangerous 0-2 uh, team. That was last episode. 
If you haven't, checked it out. If you want to know why I think the Colts are the, were the most dangerous 0-2 team, um, go ahead and check out episode 3, 3A, and um, I'll explain why the Colts are my pick. Um, next game, Carolina Panthers at the Dallas Cowboys. And this is going to be a very good game. Um, Cowboys, four and a half point favorites in this one. Without Christian McCaffrey, I do not like Carolina's chances of winning this game. I think the Dallas Cowboys uh, showed last week they can block. Uh, a stout defensive line. And I think they showed uh, some versatility in the pass game last week as well. I think defensively, again, we saw um, David Irvin. We saw Parsons obviously make plays all over the field. But Diggs, Diggs is really coming on strong this season in the secondary. He's making it tough for opposing defense uh, offenses to complete even simple passes. Um, you blink and he will take it, not only take, pick the ball off, he will take it to the house. Sam Darnold is good for that. So I am taking the Dallas Cowboys versus the Carolina Panthers. The Cowboys are at home again in Jerry World. Uh, the Panthers finally get their, I want, I don't want to say it's their first test. Every game in the NFL is a test, but I think they don't match up well. Offense versus defense against the Cowboys. So I'm taking the Cowboys in this game. But that, that's going to be a good game. Uh, I think, again, it's a four and a half point spread right now. I think the game comes down, you know, kind of comes within that, you know, like a four, three, four point game. Um, so I got the Cowboys in that game. Next game, we got the New York Giants and the New Orleans Saints. Saints are coming in as seven and a half point favorites. Rightfully so. Got to take the Saints. Got to stick with my boy, Jameis Winston. Giants, again, un Giants are defeated. They will continue to be defeated. Again, tough year. Tough, tough year of football for the state of New York. You're not too far from Canada. Maybe you want to pick up a CFL team. For the next couple of weeks here, hockey season, I'm pretty sure, is coming up soon. Maybe you want to tune into hockey because right now, New York football, it ain't happening. And I'll take a drink to that <clears throat> for you guys. That was coffee, though. It wasn't alcohol in the coffee. It's just coffee. But I'm sure you guys are drinking alcohol out there in New York. So cheers. Taking the Saints. Kansas City at the Philadelphia Eagles. Kansas City seven and a half point favorites. I think if the Eagles put would have pulled it off against Dallas last week, they would have come into this game with a type of momentum, a type of emotion. They would have had a foundation of, hey, we can do this. We can compete. Um, but they lost. And I think the Chiefs are hearing... You know, the chatter, you know, like, hey, uh, last in the division. Right now, not making the playoffs based on the seeding. It's early, but I get it. The Chiefs hear that. I think they're going to come into this game laser-focused. The Eagles are coming into this game 
limping off two losses. Um, again, one game against San Francisco where they squandered it away, so many people feel. Another game against Dallas where they basically started out, it was 7-7 at one point. They started out competing and then um, the wheels kind of fell off and things just went awry. I, I think they bring that baggage into Kansas City. Well, not physically into Kansas City. The game is in Philadelphia, but excuse me. I think they bring that into the game. Kansas City comes out on top. Houston Texans at Buffalo Bills. I think this is our largest spread of the week. Bills coming in 16 and a half point favorites. 16 and a half point favorites against the Houston Texans. I'm sticking with the Bills and their 16 point, 16 and a half points. I got the Bills defeating the Houston Texans this week. That is a game I will not be watching unless I'm forced to. Uh, if it comes up on red zone, hey, what you gonna do? But I will not be going out of my way to watch the Bills throttle the Houston Texans. Now, two big games coming up. Cardinals, Rams. Rams are four and a half point favorites. Wow, that, that this is a game. This is a game I will be looking forward to seeing. Seeing who comes out on top. Um, Arizona and Los Angeles. You know, I wish, as a 49er fan, I wish this is what I wish. I wish in this game, this is what I wish for. I wish both teams could lose. Somehow, if that's possible, a tie? I think a tie, yes. If they tie, magical. I would love that. But if they could both lose somehow, that would also be awesome. But I got to pick a winner. And I'm going to pick the winner because of what I feel up in here. Right, I talked about that before. Um, I got some friends that are Rams fans. Unfortunately, I got some friends that are also Cardinals fans, unfortunately. Um, but I'm going to do this for my Cardinals fans out there. I'm going to pick the Cardinals over the Rams. I like the speed that Arizona puts on the field offensively. Kyler Murray's playing great ball. Defensively, they're playing great ball. I think they have the corners. They have the speed on defense to be able to cover the Rams' offensive attack. Now, by no means am I saying that they're going to stymie Matthew Stafford, that they're going to, they're going to, they're going to stop them completely. Um, I should have looked up at what the under over is because I'm pretty sure I'm going to take the over in this game. Um, I think both teams will play hard. I think both teams will score a lot of points. I think both teams will make plays defensively. I'm taking the Cardinals early just because I think this team speed that they've shown so far in these first few weeks. I think the Rams have a great defense. Donald, Ramsey, um, they have um, edge rushers. They have stout people in the middle. They have linebackers that can run. But I do not think they have the speed, right? I think fun they are fundamentally sound. Obviously, Aaron Donald is strong as hell. Um, but I don't think they have the speed for 
um, Arizona, right? I don't think they have the speed that Arizona has right now. So I'm taking the Cardinals over the Rams. We got Seattle coming to town in Seattle week. Um, so you already know I'm hype. I'm excited. Seattle at San Francisco. San Francisco is a three-point favorite. You know I'm taking the 49ers. You know the Seahawks defense is trash. We got to cover Metcalf. We got to cover Lockett. We have the personnel to do so. We don't have that threat in the slot. Um, I think that's where Green Bay, you know, was able to take advantage. I think Green Bay versus San Francisco, it was strength versus weakness, right? Their strength is that receiving core. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is a strength, but that strength and those receivers reminds me a little bit of the Chiefs receiving core. You know, pick your poison. You know, you don't know which wide receiver is going to have a big game. Um, late laser Bill Lazor, whatever his name is, had a big game besides um, Devontae Adams. So I know the Seahawks have those two receivers, but I can see us containing Wilson, uh, not letting him get through the line of scrimmage. And I can see us winning this game. Not, I'm not going to say it's easy. Again, we're a three-point favorite. I think we're going to need every bit of those three points to win this game. But I think offensively, we finally get it together. We click. And I like the 49ers to win this game over Seattle. Um, made Heard a great point yesterday, and I totally agree with it when I heard it. Again, no that sports. I was on the Goats and Rings podcast yesterday. Um he mentioned this game, the loser of this game is going to have a hard time making the playoffs. Um, and I can agree with that. I know that even at two and two, I think we're in okay shape at San Francisco. If we should so happen to lose this game, but the road to make the playoff just got that much harder. Seattle going down to one and three, very difficult to make the playoffs. So um, San Francisco in that game. I think another game that low-key is going to be very competitive, very entertaining to watch, Baltimore Ravens, Denver Broncos. Broncos are actually a one-point favorite over the Ravens. I think a lot of that has to do with the injuries that the Ravens have um, come across, both at running back and in the secondary. Sounds very familiar. Um, so I know what they're dealing with right now. Um I still have to take the Ravens. I'm still going to take Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm not sure Bridgewater is that guy to win you the big games yet. He will not lose those, um, you know, 50-50-ish games for you. But in a situation where, um, you know, in a game like this where Lamar is going to be doing his thing, if he could just get a couple more catches... Just he just need just like two or three more catches, and and that Detroit game is not even close. But every time they brought up the Ravens game last week against the Lions, drops, Sammy Watkins drops, Hollywood Brown drops. Bad case of the dropsies for the Ravens last week, but I don't think that happens against Denver this week. I'm taking the Ravens over the Denver Broncos. Um, even though the Broncos are a one-point favorite. I'm going to stick with the Ravens. I'm going to stick with Lamar Jackson. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers at Green Bay Packers. 
Green Bay is a seven-point favorite. Ben, Big Ben's having a hard time, man. I think they showed one play. I want to say it was towards the end of the game. Needed to win it. Needed a pass into the end zone. This man immediately grabbed the ball and checked it down. Immediately. Uh, he's not even trying to look down the field anymore. I do not think... I do not think it's physical with Big Ben right now. I think still, I think he's up here too much. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers coming off that 49er win are, are going to take that high, that win over the 49ers. They're going to take that and continue that momentum into Pittsburgh, um, into beating Pittsburgh. The game is at Green Bay, but they will take that momentum and they will dominate this game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big storyline game, Packers, Patriots, right? Uh, Tom Brady coming back to New England. Richard Sermon now recently signed to the Buccaneers. Not sure if he was signed early enough in the week to actually make the game for Sunday. Uh, he might be a game time decision. I'm not sure, but um, a lot of uh, a lot of emotion, a lot of stories. Gronkowski coming back to New England. Bill, seeing his old quarterback, yada, yada, I think um, a lot of this game is, I don't want to say fluff, but there's not much to this game outside of that story. I don't think the Patriots have the ability to compete with the Buccaneers. I know that Bill might have a few tricks up his sleeves specifically for this game. Um, I think it'll be a great opportunity for Matt Jones to see what it's like to see right, to see it firsthand, to watch another quarterback of Tom Brady's caliber. Um, but I do not think the Patriots have a chance. Um, they are a seven-point underdog, so the Buccaneers are a seven-point favorite. I think the Buccaneers win by seven-plus. Um, I'm taking the Buccaneers to get back on the NFC horse after last week's loss to the Rams. And the last game on the list here, Los Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are coming in at three and a half point favorites. Again, I like both of these teams. Um, I'm still not sure what the Chargers are doing offensively as far as the running game. They're lights out with the passing game. Uh, but I think the Raiders have shown that they can... Uh, score with the best of them. They came down, they came back from um, two touchdowns on Miami. They had the back and forth contest against the Ravens. Um, so I like the Raiders offensively. There are some question marks about the Raiders defensively, but like I mentioned earlier, pass rush fixes everything. Max Crosby is having a year. I am... I am, in this instance, going to pick the Chargers. I think the Chargers are running hot right now. I think um, their quarterback is seeing the game a different way, right? Last year, Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert. This year, he's almost picked right up from where he left off. Um, he's showing a lot of good throws. He's not making some of those rookie mistakes that he made last year. Um, if they can get out quick and fast, two touchdowns, 10 points, 17 points on the Raiders quick. I don't think the Raiders 
uh, have a shot. Now, if the Chargers let the Raiders hang in the game, you know, if we go in tied at halftime or if it comes down to the fourth quarter, I think the Raiders have shown that they have the ability to fight, to scratch, to claw, to win one out. But I think the Chargers get up on the Raiders early and they take the dub in this one. And that is our week four picks against the spread. I'll just go back through and recap them so I can remember. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's go back through. I got Cincinnati, Washington, Detroit, Tennessee, Cleveland Browns. I got the Colts over the Dolphins. I got the Cowboys over the Panthers. I got the Saints, the Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills. I got the Arizona Cardinals going into Los Angeles and beating the Rams. I got the 49ers beating the Seahawks. I got Baltimore, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Tom goes into New England and throttles those boys for one, one last goodbye. And I got the Chargers to end out week four. I'm going undefeated this week. I can feel it. Let me know what you think about my picks. What are your picks for week four? Big Block Sports, we out.